You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. It's a comfy chair. Comfy chair. This one doesn't have a lock. So like, that's that old like lawyer style chair. It's I bought like the this leathery. For, bought this for twenty bucks off a of Facebook Marketplace. That thing's very solid. I like the chair. It's a very yeah. nice chair. Um, this one, no armrests. How do you feel on chairs with no armrests? Well, that is my not using chair. There's a reason it's not <laughs> used, is what you're saying. It's for guest. Um, it's you know comfy for- chair, good chair. Uh, Zach, how's it going? Uh, it's pretty well. Um, Uncle Zach. Uncle Zach. Yeah, it's my, uh, I'm going to start a soft rock beach Dude. vibes band. Speaking of uncles, uh, congratulations. That's very exciting. Yeah. So are we going to change the pod name to Uncle Zach and Uncle Dan? Couple uncles. Cutting it up. Uh, we could add a third party to it. Andy's now an uncle. Not exactly a human uncle. Sally, his sister, got a dog. So you now mean- he's Uncle Andy. Oh, wow. Uncles. You know, hey, man, it's cool. It's fun. Uncles. Uncles, we're fun uncles. I get called drunkle all the time, and I'm not a drunk, so I, I think people think I drink more than I do. I, think, I also make beer for a living. I think when you're in your 20s, it doesn't matter what if you do or not. You everybody has the perception that you're just drunk all the time, probably. Especially, like, especially you. Me, always yeah, drunk, yeah, always. always drunk. Daniel, literally falling everywhere. Drunk. That's bastard. just. I'm literally just unbalanced like i can't walk without falling over um it's a very moody sports show i'm daniel moody i'm uncle zach he's uncle zach zach whittington uh and you know we got things to talk about as far as (laughs) sports we got lots of sports uh, topics greenville triumph news um football nfl college uh, NBA basketball. Kevin Durant's out for uh, I think it's a couple weeks, Dan, a month. Dan, Dan, you're being modest here, man. <laughs> Come on. All right, we'll start where we really should, where I want to. Nobody else wants to hear about it. Honestly, it was a drubbing Monday night national championship in SoFi Stadium, California. No tailgating. No tailgating allowed. But you know is, that there's some people... What does that people, mean? Were they, like, supporting local business there? What is going on? I don't know. They literally... I just don't think the, like, parking lot maybe is not built for that. What do they I do for know, Rams games? But, I mean, nobody goes to the Rams games. Is, like, Is that true? Like, that place is... It's always empty. It's it, always empty. They just built it. Is that it's, true? I swear. Zach, it's, it's California. California. You In L.A., like, obviously there's other things to is do. Is it that bad? People are going to Laker games more often, I'd say, than the Rams games. Like, I, yeah, I'm not. The Rams and the Chargers definitely struggle as far as like. I just looked attendance. up a picture of Rams fans tailgating, and it looks like they're tailgating. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. That being said, I guarantee you, TCU fans and the Dog fans were out there tailgating, drinking beers somewhere around the stadium, and they probably beers, were discount beers because. Assume those beers in California are probably like twelve bucks a pop, expensive. But 
SoFi Stadium, California, dogs. TCU. I bet they're more than that, dude. They're exp- it's. I mean, b- I bet it's in, fifteen, eighteen for yeah, a tall you boy. Come, you come, twenty dollars, like ten bucks. That's probably twelve bucks here in South Carolina for a beer in a stadium. So yeah, that's probably a good call. There's one hundred percent tailgating at SoFi, dude. Why won't you let the dogs tailgate? Let they'll get. Uh, listen, they had a good time. The dogs were rowdy. It was loud. Both offenses started the game with false starts, so it was loud. But uh, watermelon head, watermelon head. It's there's not a lot to talk about, Zach. The game was over. People, so it was over at halftime for sure. Thirty-one point deficit at halftime. In my perception, I'll get. Uh, I want to hear what you saw, obviously. But in my perception, that game ended after TCU had gone down the field. Scored their first touchdown, only t- only points of the night for so- uh, Max Duggan ran it in, and then the dogs in four plays, like two minutes, scored another touchdown, seventeen to seven. You know, very dominant. And then the defense, I think, got a pick after that. So like, as soon as we scored that easily, that quickly in response to their only touchdown of the first quarter, I was like, all right, this game may be getting over. And I genuinely did. I thought this was going to be a game close in the third quarter. Maybe the dogs pull away in the fourth quarter because the Horn Frogs can't keep up with the depth. But like, <laughs> no, it was the Horn the- Horn Frogs couldn't keep up with the starters. It was one of those games where a quarterback drops back, and it is very scary. And there's a bunch of guys coming from all angles, and you can't do anything about it. Well, and offensively for the dogs, no chance on fire. The dogs' offense on fire. Todd Munkin was in the bag. He was calling whatever he wanted. It was working. Stetson was feeling himself. Stetson gave him the the Michael Jordan shrug after his second rushing touchdown. You know, for come on, bro. A little shrug to him. Give, what are we give doing? Me a, give me a break, dude. Um, Not every shrug is a Michael Jordan shrug. First off, my first gripe. Second off, <laughs> second off, you're 25, bro. You're 25. Hey, TCU has a player. That Lamar is Jackson older. is about to retire TCU. from the NFL with an MVP, and he's the same age. As TCU you. has an older player than Stetson Bennett. Yeah, and you see what happened. To he's them. a 29 year old punter, and I kept saying about halftime at halftime, put him in at quarterback and see what happens. Apparently, we need older players playing quarterback. Dude, it works. Dude, there's that picture of Stetson with his hair all grown out when he was first getting recruited. It's pretty funny. He's got like an afro. He looks like Andy Samberg, like with his hair grown out or something. But uh, anyways, it worked out great for old Kirby and the boys. Um, I mean, it's just a blowout. It's just an outmatched team. I mean, how did TCU get there? They beat a Big Ten team, which Big Ten teams always get blown out in the playoff except for the one time with Ohio State. Which but, that uh, Ohio State game definitely would you consider, consider a de facto national championship game, moreover, just based <clears> on what the national championship game provided. But sort of in the terms where like uh, 2013 Bama won the national champion, or 2012 Bama won the national championship over Notre Dame, but in reality... The SEC championship, Bama, Georgia, was clearly whoever won that game was going to win the national championship. Bama beat Notre Dame by like four touchdowns or something, that national championship. So sort of one of those situations where there was a 
pre there was a game prior to the and national has TCU ever been to a natty before that do we they know? have won one but it was back in like the I think 36 or something like that 1936 way back in the day long time ago maybe 63 something like that look <laughs> it's been a minute um so and the, the the idea that they even were there is like that's a that is the success of TCU. Like I, the, I as a dogs fan, I'm not out here trying to like. I mean, they were they any, were flirting with it the last few years. Like it just it worked. Everybody that had not been losing ahead of them lost. This things year. things worked out for them for sure. But at the same time, they did go out and beat an undefeated Michigan team, and like they they you know handled that Michigan team. They now the game was somewhat close because Michigan started coming back in the second half and stuff. But like. The game itself, like TCU, I felt was in control of the game the whole time. So, like, TCU had every right to be there. Like, what they succeeded at this season, Sonny Dykes in his first season at TCU is very, like, that's huge. Well, like, that's a massive massive success. It's going to help recruiting people. Like, that's going to destroy you getting blown out like that. I'm like, no. They were in a natty on national television for all eyes to see. doesn't matter if you score zero points or 100 points. Like, that's just good for recruiting because Sonny Dykes is going to go in there and be like, you're going to get to play in a playoff game. You're going to get to potentially play a national championship. We're going to play for a Big 12 championship again. Like, this is not something I – I don't think this is something that's a bit of a fluke year for TCU. I think you'll see them consistently competing – for at least Big 12 championships and playoff spots. Yeah, I mean, they've proven they're at the top of the Big 12, and now they're like a contender to get to the title game. Do I think they're ever going to actually seal the deal after a loss like that? I don't know. It's hard to get all the way back up there. Like, it's things have to line up for you to get things to the line championship. Up. I know people are acting like Georgia gets there every year. I mean, we're only three... What, what is this? Three? You've been the three out of four years, or has you been three? Three years is three out of six. Three out of six. Because we didn't make the playoffs the year after we. It made hasn't the Rose been Bowl. since the Tua game, right? Yeah, the yeah. The, the Tua game was the last one. Is we haven't made the play. We didn't make the playoff the year after that national championship. The year after that, we were in contention but had mm-hmm. two losses and didn't make it. And then the past two years have made it in. That's what I'm uh, saying. We're acting like Georgia's a juggernaut. They've been there three times. And like TCU, you've been there one time. I mean, like that's a good accomplishment, but also. Oh, I gotta like press this button. Or it's gonna... You're good. But anyways, TCU, <laughs> they uh, they're gonna flirt around, especially with the twelve team playoff. Yeah, sure, they're gonna be in every year. Yeah, but um, I think a big loss like that doesn't necessarily mean you're like shoot in for negativity, like. Clemson got blown out by West Virginia 70, the 33 in the Orange Bowl, and only went on to win two national championships and become... Clemson beat Bama by, like, 20 points in a national championship yeah, was, game. Yeah, like... 20, so, 30 points. So, that's... It happens. Stuff happens sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. But uh, go dogs back-to-back. Awesome. Kirby Smart. Cussing at the boys. Ripping them with oh the f bomb, Firing Lord. them up. You know, I'm here with the intensity and the F-bombs. Maybe, maybe, maybe like two or three too many. Like, it seemed like he was forcing a couple of the explicit. I cuss a lot, too. Don't get me wrong, Kirby. I hear you. Getting you fired up. A little too long of a little hype speech So... There. I get what you're. That's fair. I get what you're saying, and like people are like, you don't have to use that language. That's fine. You don't. That's oh, I'm fine. fine with that. But I'm fine also, with that. I'm saying it got corny at some point. But also, he. This is a man who, he, the last time his team was on the field, 
barely won, according to the world, survived OSU, whatever, you know, according to the world, not, I don't believe we, we came back and we dominated, we won, but, uh, you know, he, he's talking to a team that last time went out there did not look great. And he's also talking to a team that last time, last year was in the same position, won a national championship. Go and like they were this is literally what pregame coverage, like I got off early. You know, I had to work Monday, but I got off early, gotta go home watch game day. Every bit of pregame coverage, every Georgia conversation, how do you get your intensity for this year? Cause it's the same premise as like Tebow said it. I had two opportunities back to back. They didn't succeed. Bama's only done one time back to back, 2011, 2012. Uh, they were talking about in the past like 20 years, it's been twice USC and Bama, and now Georgia the third time. Like going back to back is hard, and it comes down to like a motivation a lot of time. Like these players have been doing, like it's in 15 straight games, like they've played a lot of football, they're tired. They're be, like, He's just trying to get every bit of motivation he can out of these guys. Yeah, it's no big deal, and dude. I contend there's a reason the dogs were up 31 points at halftime. Yeah. And getting... You're not you, coming to Georgia if you're not a player that responds well to hard practices and getting cussed at and grinding, dude. Like, I mean, it's that's how it is. Like, physical. I, I understand yeah. that Nick Saban's going to cuss you out. I'm pretty sure Dabo's going to cuss you out. And then Dabo's going to say some not, he's going to say some PG and church filtered to the media. That's just well, and that's I how think, it works, dude. I think this is a trouble sometimes with the idea of like the, and this is why like I was, you know, watching post coverage and stuff on you, on my, on Instagram, trying to see like people in locker room and stuff. And like, they're literally telling media, like dogs, media players, people to be like, no, no video, you know, in the locker room and stuff. And that's the reason is like, they're, tr- you <laughs> As a people in the locker, you don't exactly want that game pregame speech getting out because not only is it like not great look for Kirby, like we were saying, with the, but like it's it is a little my problem. My only problem with it is it's a little disrespectful to TCU. Like he is literally yelling at these players that these other that the players across the field have no reason to be on the field with y'all. You can't you can't worry about that. And like dude. and like obviously, you literally obviously pre- y'all should that's the mentality dude, of an athlete. Before but, a football game in the locker room, you are literally calling everyone on the other team expletives. I've had a guy walk up to me and say, "Hit me in the face as hard as you can." And that's before we walk out and of the just, tunnel. And they're trying to get psyched up. Like and it's literally, a psych up thing, so. people will be bleeding from hitting themselves in the face with helmets. And then we walk out there and play a football game, dude. It's, it, 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 this, this shit is stupid, dude. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it is a thing. Like, I, I've never played, but you'd, I don't think I could just go out there and level a dude like and throw my body on the line. Like I would have to get myself in a head. There's space. two types of people, dude. There's two types of people. There's people that don't have any regard for their own safety and they will run through a brick wall at full speed. And then there's people like me who will grab you and suplex you. And then that's the two types of tackles. There's the people who <laughs> will run through you. And then there's the people who will sling you down. I am, a, I am a sling you down person. And after I, Kirby's and pregame the thing is, speech, everyone in Georgia is guy. a run three. Yeah. Person. <laughs> after a Kirby speech, you may be a brick wall guy. Suddenly, you may find yourself ready to run through the brick wall. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, you just you give me enough smelling salts and like give me a shot right into my knee that doesn't make me feel anything. I'll do. I'll do it, Kirby. What do you want me to do? Come La- on, coach. All right. Last Put me thing. in, coach. 
Last thing before we move on. Uh, oh, one note of college football too, though, for South Carolina, uh, Clemson people, you know, everybody. Spencer Rattler coming back as quarterback for South Carolina. It's pretty big news. Um, pretty intriguing. It's funny though. I did see as soon as it came out, somebody tweeted, you know, put on Instagram, dark horse Heisman candidate question mark. What and did then I'm <laughs> supposed to happen this year? Was, my immediate thought was, weren't we saying that last year? Isn't that yeah. the start of this year was a dark horse Heisman candidate? Dude, Anyways, dude, um, Beamer ball is so last year. Uh, <laughs> Beamer ball is dead is what Zach's claiming now. So, last um, year. so, but yeah, uh, before we go, they were talking uh, as far as like the twelve team playoff, this was bad for the twelve team playoff. What do you mean? Do you think it is bad for the twelve team playoff that like? No, so- because I think teams that are legitimate that have a one or two slip ups like Clemson or Bama will have the opportunity to get in there against Georgia still. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. This all this displayed is that. In this current playoff scenario, only letting in four teams, especially you, you limit the when potential. you have to include these conferences that are frankly not as good as the ones that contain the mega powers. As a Clemson fan, of course I care because we have a chance to win the Natty every single year. We're going to be in the top twelve. When's the last time Clemson wasn't in the top? But 12? if you're in the mm. and so that's the thing is people like TCU should have been there. I'm like TCU is going to we're going to have TCU. They're going to be in the top twelve. Well, if we're going to have national. If we stick stick with four teams, you're going to have national championships like this consistently because you're going to have upsets in those uh, semifinal games at some point, and that leads to a Cinderella TCU. That's number three. Is good. Is definitely deserving of a playoff position, but. They have only one game they have to win to get into the national championship. Now, mm-hmm. when there's two, three games, they got to go through Bama, or Bama has to come to TCU. Maybe we're going to start got, seeing imagine that. Imagine that, TC, sort of TCU's looking more. at they got look, TCU makes the playoffs, and then they have to play like LSU and then Clemson back to back before they even get to the to the Natty. Exactly. exactly. Then you're weeding out that situation exactly. of a bad national championship. Yeah. And I mean, so I think the 12 team playoff is really going to benefit both the fact that teams are there's potential for TCUs to get in multiple times, but also you have potentials for good semifinal games and national championship the four games team, every year. The way it's constructed with four teams and like five to six major conferences you're missing out on the teams that should really be there when two or three of them are from the SEC, maybe one's from the ACC, one, two's from the Big Ten, when yeah. you're having to include an undefeated Pac-12 or Big or Big 12, when really, frankly, the rest, they're just, you have to play more competition because TCU, I mean, also it's their first time there. Yeah. And, and theoretically in 60 years. In 60 years. Well, and it's... Th- the, That's a, a the moment was probably stage. a little big for him, dude. It's same premises of what I said about Ohio State. It's not like like for Ohio State fans, you should be pleased with the fact that your team made the playoff after not competing for a Big Ten championship and didn't made get playoff, embarrassed. And didn't get embarrassed. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you compete in games, be happy. I don't understand. And like TCU, I understand you didn't compete in this game. You got to this game. That's the success, period. And, like, I would assume TCU fans are realistic Clemson in that. Clemson lost the Natty. We, we, Saban outplayed us. We didn't get, we didn't lose by fucking 60. But, oh, <laughs> I mean. Largest bowl victory margin ever. In any bowl game ever. Wild. 60, ugh, wild. But, you know, fun stuff. Well done, Stetson. 
uh, Keely Ringo, Jalen Carter, uh, a lot of seniors. NFL studs? Uh, yes. NFL studs. He is the ninth-ranked quarterback in you know of the quarterbacks on McShay's and uh, Kuyper's board. Um, I, and it's, no, he's not going to be a starting quarterback. Yes, he could go be a scout team quarterback in the NFL because you know what he was claimed to be prior to being the starter at Georgia? I mean, he can back throw the, the, he back throws when, the ball yeah. where it needs to go. Well, back with Jake Frum, when Jake Frum was the quarterback, he was the scout team quarterback. They claimed greatest scout team quarterback ever because he was able to like uh, mimic uh, other quarterbacks easily. He was able to sort of mimic what they did. Um, and so, you know, I think Stetson's going to have a, could have an NFL career. No, he's not a starter. Yes, he could be a scout teamer or a second. Stetson Bennett to the Jets and he saves the Jets. I mean, if Stetson Bennett, that would, okay. If that happens, you have to make the damn movie. Stetson at that Bennett point. to I'm the Dolphins. Here, I'm not here for the Stetson Bennett college football movie. Stetson Bennett to the Falcons. But if Stetson brings the Jets back to relevance, Stetson should have a movie. <laughs> All right. Um, NFL Zach. We're in the postseason, uh, wild card weekend coming up. How about them Jaguars, bro? The Jags out, you know, beat the Titans in the last weekend of the of the of the season. Saturday, uh, get the win and get the playoff spot. That's huge, Trevor. You excited? I'm a Jags fan. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a Jags fan because you're a Trevor fan. Trevor fan, ETN, dude. So I was wrong on ETN. I guess. I mean. Had a, he's had he had a good season off the ACL as well, but uh, and he averages like five six yards a carry. He had like two hundred twenty carries this year and had like eleven hundred twelve hundred yards. So it's pretty good. You don't. Dude, I mean, I was a believer in Travis the whole time. Here's I thought the, he was going to. Here's be what's really happening to me. I got spoiled as a Clemson fan, and I thought that our national championship teams weren't even that good when they were really good. They got good so, and on. now now I'm realizing, oh, we're actually not that good. We were really good at the time ETN was there. So ETN's fine. And they're making it happen on Jacksonville and post-injury. So shout out, Travis. I'm sorry. I'll take it back. And uh, we got uh, the center as well is a Clemson guy. At uh, So they got the they got the hiking of the ball, the receiving of the hike, and the hands-off. Hand-off. Just all, down the line. All Clemson right there. Uh, it'd be awesome to get a receiver, an additional receiver there. I mean, you got Marvin Jones and Christian Kirk going well. They got, anyways, the Jazz, they got the Chargers we, uh, wild card Saturday. Yep, and uh, that Mike Will. I want to get a powder blue Mike Will jersey. I do like I the powder blue jersey for the is, Chargers. He's definitely the most dramatic receiver in the league. Uh, dramatic? Dramatic catch, spectacular catch. Okay, I was like, if I was you like were on you Madden, like, he's always calling for flags If and you stuff, were on Madden, saying? he would have a 99 spectacular catch. I bet they've upgraded him to that. We should look that up, but... Uh, <laughs> Mike Will, he is just a highlight reel, man. He got a pretty good quarterback chucking him a ball, too, though. Dude. Which helps sometimes. I mean, I got it. Just put it out there near me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, NFC wildcard Saturday, uh, Seahawks 49ers, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, Geno Smith, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns this season is insane. He, he never wrote back. He just won. He won't do it. Geno. Niners making it in 13 and four Niners Niners. I feel like the quiet Niners out here. I feel like I've heard nothing of the Niners. This I, season. I have a 49ers shirt in my, uh, I mean, you're a Niners my, fan, right? I grew up a Niners fan yep. for a little bit before I became a Packers fan and a Panthers fan. Uh, Sunday, you get the Dolphins bills. That's probably the big, I feel like that's no to highlight. No to, uh, 
It, I think Teddy Bridgewater will be a go. You for draft the game. a quarterback if you're Miami. I mean, you need something to. You, or did they lose their first round pick because of the old scandal? I don't know if they. They may still have the first round. That being said, it's so tough because like uninformed sports cast. I just don't know if. I don't think you're moving on from Tua. I don't think you're moving on, but dude. Yeah, you're not doing anything now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, that's such a tough situation because, like, you sort of got to wait and figure out what Tua is doing, I guess. And then, like, you, you just, may try to. I think you just trade Tua to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. Did, and then you bring Aaron Rodgers for Tyree Kill and they'll waddle and you'll be fine. Aaron Rodgers and Tyree. No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not the man. I'm, I think he's done. You just draft like Stetson out. Bennett if you're Miami. Take Stetson Bennett. That's in what you need to do. Round. But no, Bills, I think the Bills are going to win that game at this point if Tua is not out there. But also, like... What the, if Miami beats him without Tua? The Miami beats him without Tua, that, I mean, I think that's a bigger indictment on the Bills. Like, this Bills team, like, what they've done this year, like, 13-3. Like it's this, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. It's supposed to be nice. Like, you know, sunny out, 20 degrees. So, like, nice for Buffalo. 20? 20. Wow. But sunny, <laughs> um, you know. It's always uh, sunny in Buffalo, right? I think, I, I do think this is, like, something where, like, if the Bills don't at least get to the AFC Championship, it's definitely a failure. But, like, same time, the Bills, need, I feel like they need to win the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl for the Bills. There's, Tom, there's Tom Brady the needs to win it, dude. Tom Brady. They at the Bucks get the Cowboys Monday night, a little Monday night wild card weekend, weekday. That would be great for Tom Brady to eliminate the Cowboys. Uh do you think they're going to win, or do you, you think Dak's got it? I'm not a believer in Dak. I'm not do you think Gronk plays this game? Gronk coming back? Midweek, they just signed Gronk the next day or so. No way. It's already it's Wednesday. It's already Wednesday. It's a little late in the week. He runs out of the tunnel at halftime, <laughs> Gronk style. I, oh, my gosh. You remember when Gronk showed up in the, <laughs> in the, the bourbon bu- bowl? The, the Buccaneers <laughs> won the bourbon bowl, do you? <laughs> Historic, a greater story than Stetson Bennett. Yeah, dude, it is. Giants, Vikings, Brad, shout out your Vikings skull. getting in skull. It's so funny because they only got in because the Lions beat the Packers. How depressing is that for Aaron Rodgers, man? Dude, the Lions are, I was just jaw dropped. Nine and eight. Sean McVay, Sean McVay and the Rams. Sean McVay literally thinking about hanging it up. Talking about potentially moving into the booth, but there's potential of that. But, hmm. you know, and he had Jared Goff. He's hmm. over there looking. He's like, God, Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. What what did I do? I screwed up. If you're looking at the Lions and thinking, you I screwed up like them, that's, <laughs> that's new. It, I mean, it's a stunner. It is a jaw-dropping because the, the, the Rams went all in. They went all in for the Super Bowl last year. They get the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford... I guess he got in, he had to be injured like in towards the end of the season and just kept getting like more banged up because like coming into the season, everybody's talking about how great the Rams are going to be, and then like halfway through the st- season, Staff Stafford's done, Stafford's gone, we moved out, he's retiring. Um, he was at the national championship game, shout out. Uh, but yeah, St- and so then there and like now. Uh, I do believe the Rams, like, assistants, Rams offense coordinators, defense coordinators, a lot of the coaches are, like, out interviewing and looking for new jobs. 
Sean McVay's probably had a like it is 360 or 180. They did a complete 180. This team went from Super nobody's Bowl going to, to SoFi, dude. Nobody's going to also, dude. Nobody's going to SoFi. Don't go to SoFi. It was raining the night of the championship, and I don't know, you were watching broadcast, but like they showed at one point the crowd and like the the, the rain is like blowing into the stadium because there's just open points in the stadium. And then me and Paul are sitting there, and Paul's like on his phone scrolling. He goes, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "What?" He's like. People are like getting hurt walking around the concourse of SoFi Stadium because it was raining so hard and it was open. The ground was so slick. People were like falling and like hurting themselves and having to be taken out on stretchers in SoFi Stadium Monday night. Insanity. Don't go to SoFi Stadium. It's a death trap. Dangerous. Um, Ravens, Bengals, Cincinnati uh, hosting. Hosting. It's actually funny. They did, you know, you know, uh, they had to make all the different uh, scenarios, the coin flip situation uh, with the cancellation of the Bengals-Bills game two weeks ago. And so they had gone through all these meetings, all this stuff, had the plan set out, and then all that, you know, you know, there's all these situations. If the Bills or the Chiefs lost, the Bengals win, this happens... The Chiefs just won. They're like, all right, well, that's all out the window. <laughs> as soon as the Chiefs won, they're just like, throw that out. Done. Mm-hmm. Useless. Uh, 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 currently, as far as, <laughs> as, far as the first round buys uh, for the uh, playoffs. Philly and Just Philly. Philly definitely needing it. Jalen Hurts still not exactly sure. Lamar Jackson's not playing either, so for the Ravens, and then uh, so maybe we didn't need to add week seventeen to, to the to the year week eighteen week eighteen to the year as uh we ain't got like any starting quarterbacks in the playoffs starting for their teams. More room for Stetson. More room. Come on, Stetson. Stetson, write your story even longer. Let him play more football. Let him play more college football. No one's going to read the Stetson Bennett book. No, but they'd go see the movie, right? No, they're not. <laughs> Nobody would. No one goes and sees corny Disney movies about college football stuff. It just goes straight to Disney+. Plus. Like Clemson that, had one. Like that Clemson movie and that uh, yeah, Giannis movie they made. I think it was Ho- Hope. Hoop. Hope. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. I don't know what That's that was. That's the Kevin Durant one. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> Space Jam 2. That's the LeBron James one. I haven't seen it. It's still not great. Is it anything like Space Jam 1? It's sort of like it, but a lot worse. They named it. Very similar. A lot of people didn't like the first Space Jam, <laughs> which is just blasphemy, obviously, <laughs> but also... I, I that, spit in the face of people that don't want to be cool. That second Space Jam is terrible. Awful, awful movie. Uh, NBA-wise, Zach? Tank. Tanks. The Charlotte Hornets tanking, even though I did see they had a win this past week. It looked like they did they beat they beat like the Lakers. We set a record against the Bucks for points. Bucks, that was a, points in the, the first points in the first half. Like eighty four points in the first half, which I guess that's fine. You can beat the good teams. That's fifty one points in the first quarter, and uh, stuff like that. It just makes you hate your team even more <laughs> when they should do it randomly and not consistently. That's tank, great. tank. As long as you're in the top three worst teams, so I guess the bottom three worst teams in the league, you get the same percentage at the first round pick. 
But uh, you always want to spice that up a little extra and be the absolute worst team in the league. But uh, the tank for Wimby is on. Victor, come home. Victor. Uh, college basketball, I saw last night, South Carolina Gamecocks got a big upset against uh, Kentucky and then John Calipari Wildcats. Uh, big upset there. Calipari doesn't coach the women, does he? No, it was, it was men. Oh. Men's. Big upset last night for the When South you say Carolina. South Carolina basketball, I think it's women. Yeah, yeah, isn't that strange? You thought so, but it was actually the men's basketball. Got the big dub last night. First win in the SEC this year. Um, I think they're like, I'm pretty sure they're, they got, is there 500 right now? Getting uh, about that. Uh, Mike White and the dogs lost past Saturday. The Florida Gators, sad face. Got Mississippi State tonight. Um, but yeah college basketball clemson tigers i kept winning over the weekend pretty sure y'all uh still top of the acc currently. yeah i'm looking it up yeah still undefeated still five undefeated, and out. Nice 13 size. and three overall see you in the playoffs <laughs> see you in the dance trying to make it uh nba wise how about i wanted to ask you uh golden state 20 and 21 uh Steph coming back, scored like 26 last night, I think, in his first game back from injury. Do you think that Golden State's pretty much done as far as that? You see Andre Iguodala's put-back dunk? Yeah, but, like, that's fine and all, but, like, they... That have not been a, they have not been able to break past, the like, the five seed this year at all as far as, like, in the Western Conference race. And it doesn't seem... Like, they're getting much better. Like, I feel like they're about the same as they've been the whole year. Like, I'm just, I don't, it, obviously, maybe they make the playoffs this year or something. But, like, do you think it's a long-term, like, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna continue? And we're back. Yeah, do you see them being done as far as like long term championship run? I feel like, uh, like Draymond's not to no, dude. They're coasting to the playoffs. They'll be fine. They'll probably contend if they lose in the semis. I mean, it is what it is. There's younger, better talent out there. I mean, they're still great. My team is literally the worst in the league. So I would love to be where the Warriors are. Third right worst in the league. Uh, we might be second worst. We the, just need to be in the bottom Detroit three. Detroit and Houston. Houston's the worst. Houston 10 wins. Oh, wow. It's so funny. Houston's the worst, but I feel like they're so active on uh, social media. I, I get on Twitter, and every time I'm on Twitter, they're just like nonstop with the uh, Houston Rockets tweets. So are you paying to be on Twitter right now? No. Is Twitter getting better, in your opinion? Mm, it's all right. It's it's about the same, I would say. I still not. I'm just not on Twitter that crazy often, you know. It's just, You're not tweeting over there. I'm not a super active tweeter. When's the last time you tweeted anything? With I words? tweeted something over the weekend. What did you tweet? Uh, I did recently tweet. <laughs> so uh, tweeted about the uh, Patriots making the playoffs and then winning the Super Bowl, and then they lost the. <laughs> the Dang loss. it! Dang it! <laughs> Didn't make the playoffs. It is what it is. Bad sports takes. It's what we do here at yep. these sports. Almost but exclusively. Almost exclusively bad takes. You just wait till sports betting is legal in South Carolina, and we're going to be... Whew. Except for except for the Stetson Bennett NFL 
He's going to bring the Jets back to glory. Just um, wait. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Moving on. <laughs> Greenville Triumph. Greenville Triumph. On to the local news, local chatter. Uh, some f- uh, player announcements over, I think it was last week, they announced a few, uh, some returnees. Uh, getting Aaron Walker, Evan Lee back for, the, I think their fourth season at this point. Third, fourth season. Been with the team since the beginning, so that's very exciting. Uh, Fricky, uh, Brandon Fricky's coming back. Ian Schultz back. Pretty much the entire back line uh, announced yesterday. No Frankie back. Uh, and then we still have not heard anything on Allen. Really hope we hear Alan. something on Allen. Um, but that being said, we got Continuo coming back as well. Got Vin Evans coming back. You have uh, Labovitz coming back. Uh, so, I mean, we got that, that's literally you have at least two players in every section of the field coming back every level uh so i i'm very excited for the team as far as the players and stuff uh i was saying to andy very hopeful that we go out and try to find a goalie um not that we are you know we're we're gonna not that the goalie current situation currently is not ideal um we definitely could use somebody that has more game experience we don't really have anybody that's played in big games at all uh so i don't know it's it's sort of stressful with that um i'm just hoping that i do hope that we have at least some form of signing for goalie i don't know it's just tough losing paul and not having him back this year not having anybody that we know has like been with the team and consistently played uh it's just stressful especially for the team last year focusing more to the offensive side of the ball we were trying to score more which means we were pushing forward more which left paul on a lot of islands in one-on-one scenarios and like paul did well overall like he gave up a lot of goals but like he did have a bunch of clean sheets and stuff where he had some massive saves for us at the end of the season. And so if we're going to stick with that offensive style play and like keep pushing forward, then we do need a guy in goal that we know is going to be able to handle one-on-one situations because he's going to be in them. Like we give them up all the time, but, and, and they're going to have to defend their turf, their new turf, the new turf, which might be grass. It's going to be grass, and it's going to have football field lines on it. Oh, it's going to be marked as a football field? I mean, it's going to have football. I don't know if you're going to take the football field lines off, but, like, we're going to be playing into the football season and stuff, like, during the spring game and season and stuff like that. Like, so Greenville Triumph announced that the 2023 season will be played at Furman Paladins Football Stadium. Um, So not ideal, in my opinion. Uh, you know, they tweeted this out and there were people on Twitter, uh, Instagram commenting, like in the comments and stuff. And they were, they were hyping, you know, getting, they were excited about trying to hype it up. And like, it's exciting that we know where we're playing as like, you know, we go back a week prior, you didn't know where you were playing exactly. Uh, and so that was stressful, especially with the fact that like, you know, season ticket holder i'm i'm gonna be buying my season tickets soon and so i wanted to know like where am i buying a ticket to uh and i'm still gonna get the season ticket but i do feel like this is a bit of a last resort situation like where they didn't exactly have the best plan set up for this season 
They didn't really like, I feel like they should have been like in the works a lot longer with legacy. And maybe the fact that like the triumph had been at the legacy charter field for so long. And like, we definitely had been, we put some more like wear and tear in that field uh, at that point. So I do understand if they didn't want us to continue using it. Cause that, that being said, like the triumph were keeping maintenance on the field. Like the, the school was not having to do anything to the field. They were doing no work to it. So I don't know why the triumph exactly couldn't redo that for one more year, but that fell through. And I don't know. It just feels like there was not a lot of transparency. And like, suddenly we just get an announcement that we're playing in a football stadium when literally we're playing and on a campus where there would be a soccer stadium as well. And we're after now like put, you know, whatever 2000 people, 3,500 people, in a 16,000 seat stadium is going to look weird on the broadcast. And I feel like we're going to struggle a little bit as far as attendance with it being out in Furman. Now it's going from downtown Greenville, basically to Furman. Um, that's a little bit of a drive comparative. Uh, so, but the bigger, my bigger frustration, the transparency factor. And then like this all started two years ago when we were taught, they were talking about, building a stadium out in Malden, like want to do little like soccer complex. And they were trying to get like 8,500 seats approved and get a nice size stadium. Cause they wanted to do multi-purpose and stuff. If you had just gone into all of that, asking for a smaller stadium, 3000 seats that you can add on to, it's more likely to get done. And then we're not having to do this, but also you put so much eggs in the basket of a big stadium that now we can't like, it's just, it's so, I, I, it frustrates me that like we were so gung ho on building such a big stadium that we never even like stopped to be like, maybe we just try to downsize that request and it's more likely to get done. And we're not having to play in a football stadium because the triumph fans, very, very known fans on Twitter for constantly giving union Omaha, uh, Ford Madison did it a couple years back where they were playing on fields that had lacrosse lines and baseball stadiums. You have uh, football field lines and the Triumph had their nice soccer field, nice little stadium. So we were able to sit there and be like, oh, look at y'all with your football lines, your lacrosse lines. Now we're those people and I don't exactly love it because... We go they, like they they have all rights. Every other league, team in the league has rights to ha- give us crap now because we are going to be playing on a field that's marked every ten one, yards. Is it a one year deal? <laughs> it's one year deal, de- deal, and so you hope that means that we're going to try to figure something out this year. It's just just ask for a smaller stadium. Three. Why are you whispering th- it? Three, because apparently it's not that like we got it's a secret. We got to do it a secret, but it's, it's just just three thousand seats. You don't need a crazy amount of seats. Three thousand, five thousand seats. If you have enough, there's already that CISA complex. Like in, there's uh, there's a complex yeah, out past. Uh, why don't you Pelham just like Road? dedicate by a little bit more <laughs> by one little slab property beside it and build you something nice. <sighs> And have yeah. the super soccer complex of Greenville. Well, and it's and like that's the, the fact is if you if you can always build a stadium in a place that allows you to have space to add on to it, allows you to have space to build a team office at some point if you want. So you're not having to have to have the team office downtown. Not that that's a bad thing. Team office downtown, cool and stuff. But 
Same time, if you want to be able to have the team office down, like with your stadium, you have space out. Like you build it in a place where you can just add on to things. I don't know. It's just tough, and I'm just I'm hoping that this doesn't hurt the Triumphs fan base. Really, is the big thing because. Now those like fringe fans that were coming to the games like every couple weeks, not maybe not every week, but every couple weeks, every couple games, those fringe fans are done. The fans that were in the neighborhood because we're literally right there next to Whitehorse Road, like sort of right next to a couple neighborhoods. We're pulling like a couple families and stuff probably just like because there's something to do that Saturday night right there close to home. Like you're sort of losing a lot of that. There's not houses and neighborhoods out by Furman. So... Uh yeah, tough, but same time I'll get my season tickets. Dude, I'm about to break out the world's smallest violin, man. <laughs> Zach said, "Listen, shut up, I don't care." Dude, I mean, it's I care, but also it's like, I mean, it's a big deal to us as Triumph fans, but it's just obviously not a priority to the city, I guess. No, it's not, and like the Triumph aren't gonna like. Do I like the triumph are good for Greenville as far as like for the city and whatnot, as far as like the city wants Because if, the Greenville Drive have a pretty badass little setup, dude. Well, and if the if the city wants to continue growing like it is, because like Greenville's trying like in you know, Greenville wants to be yeah. a bigger city and continue to grow like it's been growing, like sporting teams is a way to do it. Now that being said, a USL League One team, a third tier soccer team, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, is not as comparable to like, you know, oh, we got an NBA team or anything like that. But like, you're also Greenville, South Carolina. You have a minor league baseball team in the drive. You have Greenville Triumph. You have like sport. You have hockey, things. dude. I you mean, have a hockey team that's, that's consistently so good. I, like, you I have don't teams understand why they're not getting. I mean, it is kind of weird that they haven't got a stadium, but I think it's it's on the agenda, dude. It just wasn't first proposal like look at the panthers man they built half of a stadium and stopped that's so yeah that's my thing is like built half of it (laughs) you i just feel like it it comes down to asking for too much initially having too big of a hope like like idea on that initial plan they did release the schedule today uh exciting Early April 22nd at Lexington. I mean, Andy, we're talking about maybe hitting that Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, a little Lexington trip in April, perhaps. Uh, And then uh, also there's the Charlotte. Charlotte in July, probably try to make that trip. Um, And then Knoxville, late season Knoxville road game in September. Go ride an electric bull somewhere. Dude, that'd be fun. I'm just saying, like, might as well go visit some of these new teams in the cool cities that we are expanding into. Do these teams have stadiums? (laughs) Andy texted me. I texted me the schedule we were talking, and he was like, I was like, yeah, we should hit this place, this place. And he goes, or what I said, we should hit Lexington in April. He goes, I don't know where they're going to play. Let me look it up. I go, can't be worse than our situation, right? (laughs) But they'll be playing at, uh, uh, I think he said, what do you say? Kentucky's soccer t- stadium. So uh, I'll go back to the Red Wolves, dude. Yeah, Chattanooga definitely have we'll some. We'll go listen to that song again at the restaurant. <laughs> what song was it? Ramblin' Man Ramblin'. on loop. Hell yeah. So, VS Greenville Triumph. I'll be buying the season ticket now that we have a home and a location. But I do hope that they are able to figure out plans and, you know, Start moving forward with the Lexington with a has a cool badge, man. 
the USL League One is in a fantastic position, just like as a league. Greenville and Greenville Triumph. Let me reassess, reassess this as well. The Greenville Triumph are fine. Like this is a team that has made the championship game every single year that we've been in the league. This is a team that has consistently had like golden, at least like a golden boot competitor, a golden glove competitor, like consistently having top tier players in the league. So like the Greenville triumph are not in a bad situation or anything. I don't think it's like shutting the doors or tomorrow or anything, but like I do, I just hope as a fan that we get a home, like let these guys go play on a field that has their logo on it. Make it feel like home, give them a home locker room, you know, like, I just would love for the players to have that opportunity. And then Kirby Smart to come in every game. And then Kirby Smart right come in and give game. them – Dude, we would never lose a game. Like, we would go out and – We may have a couple red cards every game, but we would also win games. So. That, that's why you have depth. We that's sub, why – We sub those players out. Uh, is that all we got, Zach? I think that's all we got. Dale Jr.'s driving a race. <laughs> I was about the Xfinity to, series. I was man. about to hit the stop button, and you got something in there. Xfinity series. I just Dale thought that Jr. was noteworthy. I thought Dale hung it up, but Dale Dale Jr.'s running a race. I mean, Jimmy Johnson. You, he's also running a race. What do you think? Dale hung up his steering wheel. He's got to drive every day of his life. Well, he was worried about concussions or something, dude. I mean, that's why he hung it up initially. The old two of situation. concussions are you getting in the NASCAR situation? Uh, you get in a wreck, dude. See That's true. <laughs> and I'd assume your head's probably bopping around all, all, I mean, a lot. Dude. Not trying to be insensitive. His father did die <laughs> in a NASCAR wreck, so it's kind of. Sorry, I brought it. Brought it up. <laughs> all, right. all right. Tune in next week. Tune in next week for more positive <laughs> subjects. Praise hell, praise Dale.